2: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: First and Pod,
2: hosted by Danny Parkins and Andrew Filippone.
1: All right, another edition of First and Pod, Danny Parkins, Andrew Filippone. Thank you for subscribing, rating, reviewing. It helps us out a great deal. Uh, every week, every game, every team after an overtime win for the Chiefs over the Titans. You know, it was one of those game, one of those weeks, Pony, where I always try to judge the slate uh, ahead of time. What a great 1 p.m. Eastern window with a ton of teams on a bye! Like it did not look on paper like it was going to be a great week. This was a great day of football.
0: Well, the two big juggernauts in the AFC. Uh, were tested, and one won, one one escaped with a win in overtime, the other lost, and so that's really, I think, the theme of this Sunday. Chiefs survive, Bills don't, and for the Chiefs, they were lucky that they got Malik Willis because I don't think Ryan Tannehill is a top-ten quarterback, but if Tannehill plays in that game, I'm fairly convinced that the Titans win. Now, maybe Kansas City isn't as sloppy or they don't, uh, take their foot off the gas as much at times in that game uh, and get their act together defensively in the second half against Derrick Henry. But they won that game not only because of the magic of Mahomes and the runs he made and the two point play and all that, but they won that game because the Titans are playing a quarterback right now who, given their lack of receiver talent, can't do anything but run the ball. So
1: it, there is so much about that game. Felt like if Derrick Henry was completely right, he would have had twenty-seven or thirty-seven carries and not seventeen. It just felt I think
0: eight in the second half and overtime combined. Eight in the second half.
1: Yeah. It so something was not completely right there because some of the play calls and the decision making to drop Malik Willis back, you know, was just baffling, both in terms of clock management. And risk management uh, for the game at the end of regulation, especially it made it made no sense. Like they they brought back a, a win uh, in regulation opportunity for the Chiefs in that spot, and I mean Kansas City dominated yards, time of possession, first downs. Mahomes did something that had never been done before in NFL history: 400 plus passing yards, 60 plus rushing yards, and and a rushing touchdown through the ball a career high 68 times, but wasn't that effective? Like, that was a very, very weird game that, I mean, the Titans play them tough, but uh, I feel like if you're the Chiefs, it's just survive, advance, escape with a win, and it almost feels like it counts for two because of what happened with Buffalo.
0: Yeah, and and the two best teams in the AFC can't run the ball or don't want to, the Chiefs and Bills. The Chiefs can't score from the one-yard line without doing something weird. Like having a backup tight end come under center and quarterback sneak it? Yeah, just uh,
1: they they didn't do anything to address that. and But you don't know if it's going to be their Achilles heel. It hasn't been to this point, but it, it's it's hard to watch.
0: Well, Singletary got hot for Buffalo last year late. It yeah. was great. And Kansas City, when they won the Super Bowl, Damian Williams came out of nowhere and probably should have won the MVP of that Super Bowl. So it can happen. But both of those teams are extremely one-dimensional right now, and that's great. You've got Josh Allen in weapons and Patrick Mahomes in weapons. But, man, you go seven straight possessions without points if you're the Chiefs. Uh, The Bills were getting Josh Allen hit today, and he wasn't on his game. Like, for the overall health of the NFL, great day. I mean, just an awesome day. Because it doesn't seem like a two- or three-team race anymore to me. I mean, it, I would still say Bills 1, Chiefs 2, Eagles 3. But this, the gap doesn't seem as big as it did before the games were played today. Yeah, and... You can call me prisoner of the moment, but that's just how I feel right now taping this.
1: Yeah, which, I mean... It- that's kind of the the nature of the beast. Doing it twice a week and every game and all of that, it, you're going to be a little prisoner of the moment. It uh, it definitely feels wide open. This is clearly not the best version of the Chiefs that we've seen in the last five years. Buffalo, it feels like it should be the best version of them that we've seen in the last five years, but Josh Allen makes mistakes in big spots. They're they're not. They don't operate smoothly, especially down in you know the red zone and inside the 10 yard line. So there's an Achilles heel there. And Philly, Jalen Hurts is not proven in a huge spot. So it does it does feel wide open in both conferences. And in the on the AFC side, it feels like they could play 10 times and each side would win five and yep. maybe give the slight edge to the home team. But it's just gonna be who has the ball last. Like that that's how it feels right now, which is great. We're we're officially past the halfway point of the season, and it feels wide open, which is exactly how the NFL is designed to to make it feel. But I mean, I can tell you this: Chiefs fans are going to be feeling very good about the fact that they escaped with that win, and Buffalo didn't. Yeah, they're not going to be afraid of anybody. No, you know what I mean. Like hey. they 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 believe they're the Super Bowl favorites uh, Monday morning.
0: Yeah, and I think the Jets Bills game, which will you know piggyback off of the Sunday nighter yeah if you're yeah you're a Buffalo fan you're going to go to bed and say what we're not allowed to have a bad game you know we're not allowed to have a game where we don't play well because even the Dolphins game that they lost they had all those yards of offense they dominated time of possession and they just lost in kind of a fluky way today they got beat beat it wasn't a blowout it wasn't embarrassing but the Jets defense was the best unit on the field in that game. Um, If you're the Bills, I think the Jets now are the type of team that has a little bit of a Jags in 2017 vibe to them, where it's like, do they have enough playmakers on defense where despite the fact that their quarterback is a liability on any given Sunday, they can hold you under 20 points pressure your quarterback into mistakes and win an ugly game. And their quarterback, Zach Wilson, didn't make the hor- – he rebounded beautifully from the Patriots game. He did not make the horrendous turnover. And they needed to go the length of the field to score at the end of the game. And they did. So Yeah. W- like, w-
1: w- Wilson had the fumble but didn't have the pick. You know, didn't throw the backbreaking interception and made a couple of nice throws – on the last drive of the game. Yes. So he has to feel great. Jets fans have to feel great. Their defense is incredible and young. So I almost want to go more big picture with the Jets of just feeling like if Zach Wilson is legit and they have one more decent offseason, I mean – Going into next year, and I know that's premature, but we could even do it in the context of this year. Like before this year, we were saying AFC West, one of the best divisions preseason that we've seen. Now AFC East, Bills, Dolphins, Jets, and the fourth team is Belichick. That's unbelievable. Like if we were power ranking divisions before this season started, how many divisions do we even get to before we mention AFC East? I mean, we would have said it was top half, probably, but not definitively. It's just it's a it's such a testament for like predicting the schedule and who's gonna be good and who's gonna be bad before the year. The yep. AFC East has come out of nowhere to be unbelievably compelling and competitive.
0: Yeah, and I think the Wilson thing, it's a great situation for a young quarterback in that, yeah, he's in the New York market, but their defense is going to help him. And they ran the ball better today. They do have playmakers on defense, or on offense, excuse me. They seem to have managed Garrett their offense. Wilson's
1: o- good, by the way.
0: Yeah, they've managed to, I think, remedy their offensive line kind of on the fly this year where it was atrocious at the start of the season they've had injuries and they've somehow pulled it all together. So they're, they're a team that, you know, if I'm on a, on a, on a wild card weekend, they could lose by 35 points or they could knock somebody off and maybe even win two or three playoff games. So that's for jets fans that haven't made the playoffs since 2010. That's awesome. I still don't know if they found their quarterback, but, this is a step in the right direction. Speaking I of see,
1: what, what, one one quick gambling thing here. Yep. I, I haven't seen the odds update yet after the game, but doesn't it feel like offensive rookie of the year is wide open?
0: No. I think it's over.
1: You think it's over? Damian Pierce? Yeah.
0: No. Walker.
1: Kenneth again Walker. today. Yeah. Went off okay. again today. Garrett Wilson, man, coming on.
3: podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast
0: well kenneth walker every time he starts goes over 100 yards and the seahawks are everybody's favorite team right now including yours.
1: yeah i'd be i'm gonna be very interested in that like Running back running backs, man, can fall off quick. So I'm I, I'm with you, but Brees Hall got hurt. Uh, a lot of running backs, the rookies have been producing. Garrett Wilson, dark horse guy. I yeah. I, I, I agree. Walker should be the favorite. Pierce is right there, but it's a wide open market. And it's interesting that it's no quarterback.
0: Packers Lions. Yes, sir. Is Aaron Rodgers washed. It's the first
1: time I'm willing to entertain it. And I think that their season is over. And I definitely think they should trade him in the offseason. And that's just an unbelievable place to be for a back-to-back league MVP who signed the contract, had all of the drama, and said he was going to retire as a Packer. It's just sad. But watching Brady at the end is one thing but he's 45 to go from back to back league MVP to halfway through the season, asking if the guy is washed, it doesn't make any sense. Like physically, there's no reason for that to be the case. And we can explain it away with Devonte Adams and injuries and guys not performing and all of that. Now he wears plenty of it. He was awful again today. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that he would, gets none of this blame, but like if he's going to keep playing, I want to see Aaron Rodgers in a competitive situation just for like the sake of the NFL and the sake of the old guard. I don't think he's washed, but it's a fair question.
0: Uh, I think he is. And you I don't know,
1: think any, how, how do you
0: explain that? How does he, because he's MVP, old MVP, and because and because, done? because Tom Brady has ruined the quarterback paradigm because he was good. I, I think he has. I think that it always used to be that guys fell off in their late thirties Many times it happened in the blink of an eye. I'll give you a perfect example with where I am. Ben Roethlisberger, not last year, but two years ago, was great for 10 games. Could have, they were undefeated, looked like he could win the MVP, had over 30 touchdown passes, and then in the span of a month looked like he couldn't play football anymore. And then the next year, he basically just had to throw the ball two yards every play and just battle his ass off through a season. It happens. But, you know, we just think, oh, okay, Brady did it. Drew Brees kind of did it. Favre sort of kind of did it. So Aaron Rodgers went back to back MVPs. So he'll do it too. I don't know. I mean, the commitment level isn't there with him. Well, it that's there- the
1: thing. That's the that's the thing. I cause because the other guys, it did like that you're talking about, it felt like they dropped off physically. And when I see him throw the ball. 60 yards in the air, it doesn't feel like he's physically dropped off. And I know you don't
0: like talking about what he says, but he snapped after the game about like, you have second thoughts about retirement. That's a dot protest too much comment from him for me. Just like way, way over the top about it. It's a totally fair question. And when you answer it that way, it actually has the reverse effect. It makes me think that you're taking it personally because it's actually true.
1: Uh, I mean it was a great question. Even even if it's a little bit of a gotcha question in the moment after a game, it was, it was a great question. And I
0: think the Russell Wilson, uh, Matt Ryan, even though they're inferior quarterbacks, I think that and the personality and the baggage, I don't think anybody's gonna want to trade for him and give up much.
1: Well, I, give up much is what is is one thing, but just like are the Packers gonna bottom out? At the end of this, and and just look at it as an opportunity to move on, and be like, okay, we're back. Never mind, we made a mistake here. It's time to Who wants them. Dude, some team that will would take a flyer on on Aaron Rodgers next year. I, I can't give you a team. I mean, I guess I could think about it, but um, I mean, would, would it would Atlanta want him?
0: I wouldn't. I'd rather go young quarterback.
1: But if they're not gonna get one of the top three quarterbacks in the draft because they've won too many games.
0: Win think I think, division, I'd, rather, a I think I'd rather I think I'd rather try Ritter for a year and hope he's the next Jalen Hurts, similar style quarterback, and then well, go into well, the draft if do that, that doesn't now. work. They they should, yes. They,
1: they 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 should do that now for sure. But I, I, I think Rogers I don't think we've seen the last of Rogers playing relevant football, but they're certainly no longer relevant this year. And I'll tell you what, here we go, baby. He has arrived higher up in the rundown maybe than it should be. Call it biased. It does not matter. Are you on board, even though he cannot, never has had a 300-yard game, could not even sniff 200 passing yards? Are you on board with the arrival of Justin Fields' single-game NFL record for rushing rushing yards yards by a quarterback today?
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to have like an orgasmic reaction to that. So I was bracing myself for it all day that that was going to be Dude. I don't even think unbelievable. It is for you. It it 100% is your lead topic for 5 days. All week. Yes. But I don't but I don't even I I don't think it's the for for our purpose. I don't think it's the biggest thing from that game at all. Get the
1: fuck out of here. I'm
0: serious. He had four touchdowns. I know he did. The biggest
1: the, winner. The, the, rest of, the rest of that class is terrible. No, and no, no. I'm not, he looks good against Dallas. He looks good I against agree. the
0: Patriots. This, this,
1: is, this is the arrival of a young quarterback.
0: Well, I think kind of. I think he's. it's a huge jump from what we thought about him a month ago. But the biggest winner today by far in the NFL is Miami. By far. Because Kansas City looked bad. Buffalo lost. And they scored thir- I know block punts in there. But they scored 38 points with Tua again. Again. Waddle yeah, big day. 35-32. 30, 30, there, there,
1: there, was, there was the block okay. one.
0: Yeah, but still. Yeah. Like, he hasn't lost.
1: <laughs> the, the, Bear, the Bears' defense is atrocious.
0: Well, they traded Roquan Smith and Robert Quinn. I understand that. But, I mean, I don't think people were going into this game thinking that Tua was going to... I told you like- last
1: week, my bet of the year was the over.
0: Yeah, you did. <laughs> I didn't listen to it today either. You weren't Pan- on it? No, I had the Panthers today.
1: <laughs> Tony, it went off at 46 oh, I know. and a half.
0: I know. I did not have a good I NFL day today. I
1: had on the pod last week. I know. Dude, that was, oh God, I gave yeah. it out and everything.
0: I know. That was a tragic, tragic, tragic decision by me today.
1: That was the easiest bet of the year. The forecast turned in our favor. It went exactly how I thought. I'm going to ask you what
0: I'm going to ask you the ultimate question on fields and don't give me some bullshit pro Chicago answer. Yeah. Fields or Lawrence fields. You're high.
1: Maybe (laughs) you can't prove that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Do you want to say one more thing about him? I'll give you one more chance to gush.
1: Equinemius, Saint Brown, Dante Pettis, 5th round tackles. No first round picks on offense with him.
0: Chase Claypool, 2 catches, 13 yards.
1: That's right. Darnell Mooney, 5th round undersized dude out of Tulane. <laughs> okay? And he's doing this. Yeah. Back, to back, to back. And yeah, the Washington game was bad four games ago. But look at that second half against the Vikings five games ago. This is this is he's turning a corner, man, with nothing yep. around him, and and it's not a finished product because the passing is not there. He's he's doing it in a way that is not sustainable long term. But the Bears have never had a quarterback this exciting in my lifetime. Period. That's that that is a thing.
0: Not a very high bar to clear. We're talking about Kyle Orton's and Rex. Jay Cutler
1: and Eric Kramer. I I understand that, but still, still, it's the the most exciting. I would quibble with
0: the Cutler thing a little bit from 2010, but that's okay. I'll let you have your moment.
1: But he, but he, but he had Alshon Jeffrey and Brandon Marshall and Matt Forte and Martellus Bennett. Yep. And they traded for him when he'd already been on a pro bowl with Denver at 24 years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like that was, that was a different thing. This is. Your guy, you drafted him, you're developing him, you're with him every step of the way. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he's likable. Cutler was never (laughs) likable.
0: Well, in his own quirky way, I kind of thought he was.